Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys, I hope that you are having a brilliant day on this May 4th. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> uh, it's a new moon. Yep, yes indeed. It is a new moon in Taurus. So... Maybe it's time to drop your stubbornness and bullheadedness. That's a trait of Torians for sure. Uh, unless you're Irish born like me, I'm, I'm actually American born, but with strong Irish genes, <laughs> genetically so, and raised by strong Irish people. So, I don't know, for me, stubbornness is built right in. It's not so easy to drop. <laughs> Oh, Taurus for me also means luxury, the finest of everything, the finest in dining, the finest in music and dancing, wine, luxury bubble baths, top of the line, everything from motorcycles to clothing. That's what Taurians usually are into. They tend to be a little materialistic, or at least they want the finest of the finest things. Even if they're not materialistic, they still have to have quality. And we can take a lesson from that. We all deserve quality and fine things. So maybe go out and buy yourself something that is the finest that you can afford. When I was in university, I was poor. <laughs> and I wanted a man to bring me roses and jewelry and fine perfume and I was single it just wasn't happening and when I did find a man he was also in school we were both starving students so I decided that I don't need to wait around for someone else to do it for me I'm gonna do it for myself so I went to the flower shop and saw a dozen red roses and they said $50, and they were imported from Ecuador. And this is like 25 years ago. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay, I'll take four of those, please. The shorter-stemmed ones, please. I bought myself roses, but I couldn't afford a dozen. And I had to get the kind of the ones that are on the outside fraying a little, but that was the finest I could afford. So I did that. And I found a catalog of jewelry that, ah, oh, Merlite Jewelry. I don't know if you guys know about this company. They don't even exist anymore. I lost all of my Merlite pieces, but, I mean, we're talking rings that were $300 marked down to, like, $20, $30. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, gorgeous, gorgeous pieces. I had so much jewelry back in the day. Now, now I have some little tiny antique uh, pieces I got here, and they were all three dollars, six dollars. You know, cheap in antique stores. <laughs> I mean, considered to be junk, even though there might be one of them is twenty-four karat gold, but the owner didn't care. He sold it for three dollars. I'm like, oh my god, but. And so I bought myself a $20 ring that was really a $300 ring. And when people asked, I said, oh, well, it's $300. <laughs> it's worth $300. Because it was. It is. Was. <laughs> and then I went to the pharmacy because I figured the perfume counter at a pharmacy has got to be cheaper than a perfume counter at a Macy's. So I wanted Chanel number five. I just had to have Chanel number five. And first time in my life I ever smelled it, right? I didn't know, but I knew I loved it. So I went and I smelled it. I'm like, oh yeah, this is totally me. I love it. Marilyn was right. She went to bed with wearing only Chanel number five, she said. I thought that was the height of luxury and the height of sexiness. So I bought myself Chanel number no. five. Did I buy the the uh, fifty dollar bottle? No. The hundred dollar bottle? Oh my no. I bought the sample bottle. It was so tiny. It cost twelve whole dollars for the teeniest tiniest bottle that would fit in half the palm of my hand. It was so small, but boy, did I feel luxurious and I felt special. I felt. Like I'm on top of the world. I'm surrounded by the, my four roses, my cheap ass ring <laughs> that was worth so much more. Shh, don't tell. <laughs> and I wasn't a materialistic person, but sometimes I felt like I don't need to be surrounded by old t-shirts and sweatpants. You know what I mean? I just felt like I needed a change in my life. And I think that's what this new Taurus moon is about. You need to change sometimes need to change it up. You know, you do deserve that leather jacket. You've been eyeballing for three years. You know, if you haven't done what you need to do to feel like you deserve, because when are you going to get another chance? You know, I bought plates, hobnob, glass it was they were they were red glass and they were very heavy i mean for one box of these plates just the plates alone and i had the i had literally i could have had a fine dining soiree for 12 people i literally bought a place setting for 12 i had these uh, ideas about having these luxurious dinner parties and i'm an introvert why am i dreaming about this right so insane well, I thought, well, maybe my family will come or maybe my friends will come or maybe my husband's family. This is back when I was married. So he knew I loved these plates. I, they were reproductions from the 1920s. They were red and every plate was different. They were hand blown hobnail glass imported from China and they were discontinued. They were gorgeous. My God, they were gorgeous. They came with matching wine goblets and matching coffee cups in the original small demi-tasse size. Everyone used to call that a cup of coffee. My God, they don't know me. 
<laughs> it's like the it's like the size oh it's like of two shots of espresso size okay this used to be the normal coffee cup size back in the day and then they, it had like we had salad plates and the plates that your cups go on and the big dinner plates 10 inch dinner plates my god this is a gorgeous place setting and i thought well these are our christmas plates this is what we're going to use for christmas i think that we never really used them and then we divorced i brought them with me and when my kids and i had christmas for two years in a row we had these plates we used these plates and then I had to put it in storage and then my storage was ripped off and I never used or saw those plates again. So what was I waiting for? Why didn't I use these gorgeous plates that made me happy every single day of my life? It's because we're trained to put off luxury in the finer things in life. We do, we do, we do it. We, we go, well, you know, that's, that's for the special times. But you know what? Sometimes those special times don't come. You know, you, you wait and wait and wait and then people die. Or you get divorced or you have to move. Or sometimes fires occur. Whatever it is that happens, things happen. So this is a time for new beginnings and this is a time to embrace your more luxurious self, whether you have to splurge on a $12 sample bottle of perfume, go do it, you know, or maybe you are rich and you just been putting off, you know, what you really wanted. A lot of people that are nouveau riche, the people who work their butts off to get rich because they grew up in a trailer park like Ty Lopez, he's finally doing it he's finally you know buying houses and property he's finally able to do it but even when he first bought himself for his first Lamborghini he thought he was spoiling himself and he went and sold it he didn't even uh, embrace that about himself like hey I did it I deserve this freaking Lambo so he went and for a whole year I think he was driving around in like a Toyota or something I don't know when he first got rich, that's what he did. And then he went back and bought a Lambo again. He got himself another Lamborghini. For me, I don't think I would buy a Lamborghini because I would probably kill myself going as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> I love to speed. Oh, my God. This is why I can never have a motorcycle. I will go too fast. I would kill myself. It would be horrible. I love speed. I love it, but yeah, I don't know. So my luxuries have to be, you know, going downtown here in Cuenca, Ecuador and buying a dozen roses here costs $4 because they grow here. So I came to where the luxury was for me, having coconuts, eating mangoes, all the expensive fruit because they're imported in the U.S. They're cheap here. I could buy a bag of mangoes for like $5. You know, someday I hope to have my own tree where they'll be free. You know, but for me, that's the height of luxury, having mangoes <laughs> and the finest of chocolate. So what, whatever it is for you, whether you go buy a $4 candy bar or a $10 candy bar, 
or a nice bottle of wine or you could have spent a hundred dollars at the movies. It literally last time I went to the movies in Detroit cost me $100. I took my kids to the movies. It was $20 each way for the damn taxi and it was a 3d movie. So it was extra expensive and we had movie hot dogs. Oh my God, how gross, but we had movie hot dogs and movie popcorn with extra butter. And we all had a nice tea and it was a hundred dollars. I could not believe going to a movie was a hundred dollars, but it was a height of luxury for us at that moment. It was like, yeah, we felt rich. And my kids walked away from that experience going, my God, that was a great night. We watched the, um, the first Martian or the Martian things with Matt Damon, incredible movie. And we watched it in 3d with the 3d glasses. Oh my God. It was so great. So today is the new moon in Taurus. What are you going to do to bring new luxury into your life? I want to hear about it. Write me at metaphysical soul speak at gmail.com. Tell me what you've done. What have you done? <laughs> to pull in new luxury into your life and don't be ashamed to do so. You know, you are a God. You are a goddess. You deserve the highest of the high. You've already experienced the lowest of the low, right? So why not? You don't have to be a braggadocio about it. Just enjoy it. Take it in. Love it. Be beautiful inside and outside you know when I was in in Peru my kid used to say let's go to the mat counter and do our makeup <laughs> my oldest kid and I'm like okay and I'm like oh my god this stuff is so freaking expensive like $50 for like a lipstick $50 for a blush $150 for four colors of I mean, it was like ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. And he's like, well, that's why we're going to the counter. We're going to do our makeup. We're going to do it every day because we can. <laughs> and my kid, he's, he's in the process of becoming a man. So he did his, his makeup kind of like, um, the glam rock bands of the eighties. It was hilarious. I mean, he would have like bright purple lipstick and four kinds of, you know, stripes of color in his eyes. It's one of the best memories of my life. Actually, he forced me into this. I'd like walk away with like hot pink lipstick one day, bright orange lipstick the next day, green lipstick another day. It was ridiculous. But while we were in Lima and we lived right next to the mall when we were in downtown and we, we did it finally. I was like, that's it. I'm going to buy us some makeup. He's like, no, mom, you can't. My God, it's so expensive. Well, $150 later, we both had fabulous lipstick. And I found on sale a compact of eyeshadow. And I think I got him eyeshadow too. It was like $150. I think it was on sale, everything. And I still have it. And it made me feel fabulous. And... And my kid, I know he's, he, I know he still has that lipstick. <laughs> I think his lipstick was like dark green. It was ridiculous, but he's a punk rocker. So it works out. So I don't know. I'm going to encourage you guys to go do something wild and crazy and fabulous and luxurious for yourself. 
So, on the Shimon residence today, not a lot going on. Medium activity. Circumscribed between 3 and 11 UTC. The most significant peaks were at 5 UTC with 33 hertz and 930 UTC with 29 hertz. Well, that being said, there are, when you look at the Schumann resonance um, scale, there are a lot of white streaks lately, and they're so skinny that they can't really be registered by the equipment, but yet they're there. And it looks like a new grid, a white grid, has covered the screen. I think that we're being bombarded by I don't know what. You know, aliens, (laughs) gods, goddesses, the Mother Earth. I don't know. Us? Maybe it's our higher selves. Something is increasing and something is changing. We are. We're integrating pretty quickly. I know we are expected to accept this rapid, rapid movement into the fifth dimension. So... Try to let go of all the things you don't need and just embrace the positive, beautiful things. That's all I could say. I mean, just it's kind of the same advice over and over again, right? But anyway, our Schumann resonance, that was that news. And the Ascension scale, Ascension symptoms scale today, we are at 93. So we only went up one since yesterday. That's okay. It's still manageable, still doable, not really intense. Um... My tinnitus is down to such a bare minimum, I can't even hardly hear it. (laughs) With how bad it's been, I'm surprised I can hear it all, to be honest. But I don't know. It is what it is. So I found this guy. Our tonight's topic is an interview with a man who likes to be called the old wise hermit. Even though he's, I think, younger than me. <laughs> but he is wise, and he's very super fun to talk to. We had a banter for a minute on Twitter, and I saw this amazing story that just grabbed me. So you're going to hear about that after this message. Just remember, let it play out. Go, go to the bathroom or something. I don't know. Go grab a glass of water. Or a glass of champagne, because this is New Moon and Taurus, after all. And in, enjoy the interview. There are, there are two things I'm going to remind or let you know before we get into it, though. There's two things that every podcaster or everyone in radio knows that you just don't want to happen. And both things happen during this interview. First of all, technical difficulties. And that led to, second of all, dead space on the air. You never want to have dead space. And it both things happened. I'm like, ah. And it's such an incredible interview. And such, I mean, the topics are lofty, high metaphysics, but also some cool stories mixed in. And I'm going to have this guy back on maybe next week. We'll see when our schedules allow, but oh my God, interesting, interesting stuff. So after this message, we'll come right back and we'll get right into that. Several times the audio cut out, several times the calls got dropped. 
and we had a re-up. So I'm apologizing for that in advance. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm just letting it go and maybe the spaces are what you guys need to process some of the information. So maybe it will work out. Hopefully that's what it is. Anyway, I love each and every one of you. And this is an incredible interview and it's my gift to you or the universe's gift to me for sure for bringing this guy into my life. I don't even know when I followed him on Twitter, when he followed me on Twitter. I have no idea. It just, it's like all of a sudden he was in my energy field and he was in mine and we don't know how we got there. So it's kind of a mystery, to be honest. I don't know. (laughs) You guys tell me, let me know later if you uh, think this was a meant to be thing. Crazy stuff, right? So anyway, he might be our resident old wise hermit from now on. I have no idea. We'll see. (laughs) Enjoy this. After this message. Hello. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you, old wise hermit. I'm good. How are you? How's Kentucky doing tonight? Uh, It's very humid (laughs) out, actually. It's not exactly pleasant. Uh, But it's such a beautiful place. I've never been, I have never met my father, full disclosure, but my dad is from there. I was adopted and I just found out my birth father is from Kentucky. That's hilarious. I was adopted myself. Oh, really? That's so cool. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is you look a lot like my my little brother who's in Kentucky. So that's why I had to ask you uh, earlier what your name was. I'm like, oh, it'd be weird if I was talking to my own brother. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that, that really would be weird. Yeah, but that would be awesome at the same time. Right? Because we have a lot of similar experiences and we just, I mean, I don't even know how did I found you on Twitter or you found me just like maybe in the past week, right? I I do so much different things on Twitter. I honestly cannot say. Yeah, it was just your story. I think I wanted to start tonight with your story because that's what really grabbed me today at first it just looked like there was one tweet about birds going towards your car and i was like oh my god they're attacking and i told you my story about my pigeons i was feeding them every day and then all of a sudden they started attacking me well one of them one of them was still sweet and she still eats out of my hand gently but the other one was just so aggressive like the movie the birds and i'm like oh my god the birds are going crazy but then I, rest, I read the rest, but I want you to tell in your own words this story. It's it's pretty incredible. Oh, okay. Well, it's, it's probably one of the coolest things that really, really like woke me up that the, this this entire talk about like the, the Matrix or whatever you want to call it. Well, as far as I understand, the Matrix is just another 
term for the interactive reality consciousness, the fields and everything that work on a multi-dimensional level and such. And uh, your conscious awareness of these different things, when, when you notice it, it notices you kind of thing. So it's, it's kind of like a back and forth interactivity between you and the energy around you. Uh, so when it, when it comes to birds, so I had, I had just went out to go get some items, right? I, I went to go pick up a Subway sandwich for, uh, for dinner for my dad and I, I was treating him. And as I'm on my way back, I'm going down, well, it's, it's Kentucky, you know, there's hills, mountains, and back roads everywhere. So I was going down this narrow, this narrow area, and there are, down this way, there's like maybe a, a couple of houses. They belong to some of the richer folk because they're like, they're huge houses. Um, and I'm just, I'm going normal speed. It's, it's 50, uh, the, the school bus was going about 55. I was going like 30, 35, which is the speed limit. And I was just not expecting anything. I really wasn't paying attention to anything that might occur. I was just enjoying my nice drive through this through this area that's that looks relatively nice. And lo and behold, these birds started started swooping down at my vehicle. And as these birds are swooping down near my vehicle, I'm thinking to myself, well, I, I have a lot of interaction with birds. I like birds. And they they never So you have do a lot that. of interaction with animals I think that it didn't record quite right. So interactions with animals. Yeah, I ha- I have a lo- I have a lot of interactions with animals, birds. Oh, it's it's pretty much birds and cats hilariously enough. Uh, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so as, as these birds started swooping down, I realized that this isn't normal behavior for the birds, especially birds that, that tend to, you know, that I take observation of. So as right. I'm taking observation of this, like it was, it was, it was multiple different birds. Of it's, it's Kentucky. There's, there's multicolored birds everywhere. And I'm, th- I'm just thinking to myself, there's no reason these birds should be doing that because they're all. It looks like they're eye bombing my car, and then, near, and then swooping up to depict like a near miss. And as, as literally as I'm thinking this, I'm like, why are the birds doing? All of a sudden, I'm taking conscious observation, which means my awareness is now focused as I'm driving on these birds and what actions there could mean. And as soon as I took notice of this, two, those two words, near miss and quick adjustment, just like, just like I had observed the birds doing there, came to mind immediately. And I, I immediately throttled Whoa. down throttled out of my vehicle and moved over to the right side of the lane. Keep in mind, I'm on the right side of the lane, but I moved so far over. Okay. Oh, go ahead. You can go ahead and ask questions. 
No, no. I'm so so now. This is a one lane road or two lane. It's it's really yeah, narrow, it's, right? Yeah, it's a one lane, but you have to respect, you know, the, the vehicle distance and such. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm going. I'm going down this road. All this takes place. So that this near this near adjustment and near miss. Uh, I mean, quick adjustment and near miss just pop it in my head immediately as I'm trying to figure out exactly why they're doing this. After I had throttled out of my vehicle and did exactly what my observation that these birds were trying to signal me to do, uh, I did that. And right as I did this, about just some seconds later, after I had slowed my vehicle down and uh, it, it basically put my car right on the very edge of the road, this school bus came barreling through going like 55 which is as i said it's a, it's a 35 mile per hour road it's doing 35 it's doing 55 down this road that fast and it misses me by as much as the birds had adjusted themselves from hitting my vehicle and i was just dumbfounded I was like, wow, these birds just probably saved my life because here I am in my car and there's this big school bus that that literally was going so fast, the back end of it had actually went into the air I had seen. And I'm just thinking to myself, wow, thank you birds, you know what I'm saying? But I was also kind of you know, agitated that the school bus had done that. But I kept my cool the entire time. But they saved a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the birds literally yeah, saved your life. <laughs> That's incredible. Now you said on your tweet, or tweet, Twitter feed, <laughs> on your Twitter feed that. There was one cardinal, which is the mm -hmm. Kentucky state bird, but there were other birds. So many species now were working in conjunction with each other to help you. Yeah, is that basically. Correct? I mean, some of them were like what you would consider part of the same flock, but their cardinals and other multicolored birds all swooped down, dive bombed, and just basically just near missed my vehicle it, it, it was not a part of the same flock all of them they they all pretty much tried to signal me that was completely like you don't observe that kind of behavior typically out of birds something like that usually they are either gathering you know gathering something with their own flock or they are trying to work in unison to do something as you would observe, you know, animals coming together to, you know, try and help each other, something like that. That kind of observable is, you know, is that kind of uh, stuff that you can observe rather is observable in humans and, you know, higher conscious, you know, states. But I have observed that, you know, animals are indeed much more aware Welcome back. So you're back. Woo. Yeah, that was so weird. The internet just bleeped out. I don't know from my end or your end. More likely mine. 
Yeah, I've got four <laughs> bars on my. Yeah, that was really weird. It was like right at the end of the story, and then boom, we're done. Cut you off. <laughs> you know, that's happened so many times. Woo! Uh, uh, like, like, story. Uh, like right at the end like what did you hear do I have to follow up with anything man it's so crazy <laughs> yeah it's crazy Hello? yeah okay yeah it just keeps cutting in and out like you're, you're going on talking and then it just goes makes weird sounds it's obvious we're overseas from each other or you know over co- two continents <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's, it's a miracle just, we could do this at all. <laughs> yeah, especially knowing Ecuadorian internet's not the best. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, we do have high-speed internet, but I, right before we started recording my... Oh wow, this is like crazy. What is going on with this? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I find that this happens quite often every time I decide to go on radio shows. Something odd. Also. Yeah, I mean, I've got plenty more. Obviously, that that's like the most awesome recent one. Well, when it, awesome for how it worked out and how it played out, but not awesome that, you know, I almost almost died and or suffered severe injury. But the birds, they helped. <laughs> they most certainly did. Wow. And it's, it's crazy. Birds know from their perspective how things play out. They've got that bird's eye view. And plus, they fly really fast. Of just, they have the spatial relationships down. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like there, I have noticed from birds is that, like depending on the bird, I've noticed this with crows or like ravens, that they they see they seem to have eyes and ears between their between their uh, their genetic flocks it's it's like it's like they communicate you know via, you know via telepathic or some or like some kind of like wireless transmission between the two of them to where they can you know do stuff like this it's absolutely insane it really shows that these these animals do have a conscious level that uh, humans seemingly are not using Yeah, that that's true. When when I was a really little kid, like I mean, two or three years old, there was a crow, like a raven, who would come and knock on my window every morning, and we telepathed for hours every week, like mm-hmm. every week. And this, uh, it's it's true that ravens are full. I mean, they just have so much wisdom and I, I call this raven grandfather and I am 
Irish, but I'm, I'm part Cherokee. And I've mentioned this to my audience before, um, uh, you know, my experiences with the Ravens, but I think they can speak. I, I know stories that they can actually speak out loud, but the telepathy though with Ravens, I've always had a connection and they've always shown up when I needed them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, see, that's what you know, I'm saying. I had a Raven yeah, I had a raven save save my daughter's life when she was really little. The neighbor kid told her to go out into the woods with her. And the raven came and kind of squawked at me through the window and telepathed to me where my daughter Welcome back. Oh my gosh, we're back! Crazy. I, I was, I was uh, calling upon the recording angels and the internet gods and everything. <laughs> well, I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy. I mean, between the the cutoffs and and then the outside traffic, I'm on the third floor. And the traffic here is so loud. My windows are shut and I've got curtains over. So between all that, it's it's crazy, but. I imagine it is. I myself am not a fan of uh, city sounds. It's too loud usually. You're not a fan of what? The sounds of the city. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I wish I lived out in the countryside, but my kid wants to go to school here, so. <laughs> yeah, that, that does kind of put a damper on such plans. Yeah, and plus it's convenient. I love that I'm in a 500-year-old city, though. It's beautiful. I like it. It's, um, it's, it's a cool place. <laughs> oh, wow. Maybe I should get a bird's eye view yeah. of the place. I'm sorry. I said maybe I should get a bird's eye view place. Haha, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, what I was saying earlier is that basically um this raven told me <clears throat> by telepath telepathy that my my kid was out in the forest. And I just I said to my my husband I went, "Oh my god, you know, our our daughter's out in the forest. Can you go get her?" And he's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Well, the bird just told me." <laughs> he looked at me like I was crazy. You know, of course, like, oh, yeah, like it's just an everyday thing. The bird and I are having a conversation. Mm -hmm. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, look, the bird's going to go with you to show you where she is. And I looked at the bird and I said, go. And the bird flew above his head and took right to my kid. <laughs> Holy smokes. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah wow and it was so normal for me at that moment like well obviously i'm talking to the bird what why don't you talk to birds more <laughs> and then it wasn't until later that i thought i thought wait a minute that that wasn't quite normal right <laughs> yeah see in, in the moment like the entire connection just feels like it's just another connection another another event on you know in your life then it's, it's it's only until you actually start to question it 
is when you actually start questioning questioning the comparison to what normal is versus what you just experienced. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So I I wanted to try to get into something else with you though because earlier you were mentioning to me when we were emailing that you have had um contact with seeing the grids and geometric patterns and that's been something I've been I've been going over in my mind for a while. I've heard this from a few places now where people are literally seeing like the matrix and the makeup of the uh world we live in, the illusion. <laughs> yeah, so when I when I saw this grid like for me when when I see this grid, I've seen it multiple times at this point. Uh I'm usually in a very high state of joy. Um that's that's really the that's the only way I can explain it is that at, in in those moments okay. I am so joyful that the joy is like rising right at my spine into my mind and like all, all I'm doing is like radiating this joy <laughs> this joy energy and all of a sudden I'm like oh what's that oh okay that that's that's the light grid uh one one of the times uh this is when I was down in Florida one one of the times that I actually uh, saw the light grid I was just like um I was like okay I'm going to try to make it rain so what what while Ooh. I while I was seeing the light grid I have no idea how I knew how to do this but as I saw this light grid I'm just like okay so I need to move this node here So I saw I saw like the grid and I saw these larger nodes like connected like connected pieces and then I I I just literally yeah. pointed my finger up to it and then consciously moved it and I watched it move to the location and then I turned and looked to the person said this it's it's going to rain within this amount of time and it's going to last for about this long and it and it's only going to happen in this local area and it happened exactly like I said and I and the person who who bore witness to this uh she just looked at me like like I was Jesus. <laughs> it was really cool. Whoa. So Okay, it's back. Uh like I mean did you think that you created this did you cause it or understand that it was about to happen I mean did you read it psychically or were you the cause of it Oh no like I like I straight up had the intent to cause it to rain <laughs> Wow Wow yeah, I straight up had the intent to cause it to rain because I wanted to show you know to show this individual that this stuff is you know this stuff is legit that she's not crazy and then my my pure intent to like to you know to show that I mean not only that or we lied to about how reality stuff works but 
like a lot of the fears, like a lot of people who are especially the religious ones, uh, like, like say for like Christianity, for example, like I've been around plenty of the, um, the, the elderly folk that if you were to like practice magic Wicca or anything like that, they would, they would, they would like chastise you and call you a demon or like devil worshippers and stuff like that. But I immediately clapped back and was like, didn't you, didn't your so-called deity, Jesus walk on water? Didn't he do these magical right. things? He calmed was, the storm with his magic. He was a hereditary magician. I've been saying this for a while. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's that's the that's the whole like fallacy of religions and stuff and all, all of this. But I don't I don't really want to go into depth my detail of understanding how these religions and stuff operate. But yeah, right. I, I made it rain. Legitimately, I made it rain. Well, I I, I had mentioned you now. I have two episodes I did on the grids. Um, when well in 19 no 2007 somewhere around there maybe 2005 or 2006 mm-hmm. literally okay i was smoking weed i'll be honest i i was high and i was Shut in my up, refrigerator right? i was i was in my refrigerator looking for some food just a normal night and literally jesus brother yeheshua appeared to me and he said i'm going to I need your help. And I'm like, what do you need? And he said, we need to break up. And then he did air quotes because he knows I relate to it. And he says, we need to break up the Jesus Christ grid. And he said it with this thick Southern accent. And he started laughing. And I'm like, why? What are you talking about? And he said, the, the, the people who are super judgmental in, in my name, we need to break up the grid that they have this hold on the planet and we're going to replace it with a white light grid that is the Christ consciousness grid because I really want everyone to be able to do what I did and more he literally told me that and I worked on this grid and so the grid you just described I was one of the people that was contacted at the same time around the planet to work on the grid and I never talked to anyone ever who even knew about it let alone can see it and work with it but you just controlled the weather and that's what Jesus did right that's what he did yeah I, I can give you some more uh, some more in, in depth yes. detail analysis if you'd like yes please do let's go <laughs> okay so so this grid was uh, it's honestly one of the most fantastic things i have ever bore witness to so this well the grid does in fact span across the entirety of the earth and it 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 is it is just like a grid the grid is multi-layered and it's also it's also governed by sacred geometrical uh uh you know uh balancings and such yes Um, so when I, when, I, when I looked at this grid, I had no idea why I knew how to work with it. it, just, it uh, the connection, how to put it, the connection between me and the grid at that point when I was working with it became one and the same, <laughs> essentially. So nice. when, when you connect when you connect with the grids or any other like you know prime source or like you know higher source of consciousness, especially when it's you know pure light or energy consciousness as I, uh, I call it your <laughs> connection to it becomes you like 
you become an extension of one another. Like nice. you are there and where you are at the same time kind of thing. And when I when I looked into this uh, light grid as well, I saw some of the most fantastic things ever. I saw an infinite fractalization and replication of light that no no matter in it, in it no matter how small or how big the light just kept getting bigger and bigger or smaller and smaller in both directions infinitely replicating itself into all these different geometric shapes that I have no idea what to call them and I was so amazed and so like so astonished at this I'm just like like I didn't even know what to think I mean at this point I I was just like you know what even though I don't understand what you know what it is I am seeing here yeah. I just knew it was it was extreme it was extremely magical it was extremely real and um that see th- this event happened before I did the weather thing <laughs> so I already had wow. some prior experience with wow. it. So yeah, like that whole like fractal theory, science and stuff think, uh, thinks about, you know, theorizes and such. I mean, from from what I from what I saw myself, light it, light can expand infinitely in an infinite uh, expansion replication of itself that fall that follows a certain kind of patterns, uh, and it can also just infinitely gets smaller it just continues fractal and each one of those fractals from its moment can start expanding and continuously getting larger and larger until it was until it's just the same size as the one it came from it was extremely extremely cool i wish somebody else could see it uh you know um well i saw not the fractals but i did see um like the seed of life, flower of life mm-hmm. type of sacred geometry when I, I dropped acid and I went to the park here and <laughs> I started to see I started to see some stuff. I went to the ninth dimension and I kind of had a mental conversation with the beings of light that created color in this world. Oh wow. Do tell. Yeah, and they showed and they showed me how they did it. Like they put the two, um, they, they would show me how they'd have like two circles and they put it together and each circle would represent a color and then they would put it together and that would make a, a color in the Vesica Pisces part. Then they would add another circle and then that would kind of solidify. And the more circles they added in a three-dimensional, four-dimensional, fifth-dimensional way. And then they would beam energy and light into this world. And then we could see like the color pink or the color green, but it's all through these circles and the way that it was, it's hard to explain because I, I experienced it and you can't quite put it in to two-dimensional language when it's a, an experience like that. You know, it's like so hard to, to like describe it. And I'm a writer, you know, so it's super frustrating for me uh-huh. that I can't put it, you know, but it's just, it's like circles upon circles upon circles. And then they just put them together in certain ways. And then they reflect light as well as energy. And I think mm-hmm. that there's different vibrations of like sonic waves heat waves 
electrical waves Correct. and all these waves are they're all together creating things like color and the visual images that we see because most atoms contain just space that there's nothing inside so everything is almost kind of bs anyway it's like a big illusion mm -hmm. but it's a really cool i mean what was it albert einstein or was it mark twain one of the two said you know reality is an illusion albeit a persistent one <laughs> I believe that one was Mark Twain. That was a smart guy. Yeah, okay, it was Mark Twain. I wrote, I know, it's like I always look up quotes and I forget who said what, but it's it's really, it's true. It's like, it's all an illusion, but we're, you know, we don't realize and we get the lie of it and, and we get so entrenched in it and then we get really upset when we lose things like, you know, when our house burns down or, you know, things get bashed and broken. It's like we stand there shocked. We can't believe that glass broke. We held that glass in our hands every day for 10 years. My God. You know, and it's like so stupid because when you realize it from a super high, super conscious level, it's like none of it's real. Why are we so upset? But we, I'm writing a book on loss because people, um, you know, we get so entrenched in the illusion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the, uh, that's, that's, that's another thing when it, when it comes to the, to all these people that, you know, are, you know, proclaimed experts, you know, on this field of study in all these different sciences and all this other stuff. And to me, I'm just like, you're, you're, we are so far behind in, in technology to, to explain how everything works in general. So what, yeah. what do these so-called experts think they're experts when in reality here, and like in truth, they are only experts to the extent of how their brain is able to interpret what has been either written in a book or what they have experienced. Right. Right. And I mean, it's like you almost have to just be a super deep meditator or if you use drugs in the correct way and you're going to, you know, focus your concentration on the spirituality and the reality behind what we're seeing, that's when you're going to really know it mm -hmm. and experience. Exactly. You know, you you can't just read a book and go, yeah, okay, take that at face value. I mean, when you experience it, then you know it. I was, I was in the park and I saw this, this um, security guard was walking towards me. And in that moment, I was in my super consciousness. I knew I was God. And I said, oh, yeah, this isn't going to happen like this. Um, he's going to go away now. And I turned my head and I, I put a, like a white hand and like pushed him away and he got really confused look on his face and he turned around and he walked away like we didn't even exist it was so weird i was like whoa and i started to realize how much i i started realizing about the police state and the way that everyone believes they're under control by so many different parts of their reality that they're they're like not free mm-hmm 
And it really freed me in a way that I had never, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I actually am God. This is cool. Like I knew it in theory, but it wasn't until that moment, just a few months ago that I knew who I was. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. And I felt truly free at that moment. So, so you have experienced the fractals and the, now, do, so what else have you seen? Have you seen other, now, how did you see it? Were you on drugs or did you like, was it a deep meditation? Uh, I'm the person like a sit there and trip off of weed. Legit. Okay, good. Weed is really a good one for that. Keep in mind, there's crystals inside. Uh, there was uh, th- this this quality weed was like like bare minimum medium grade. So if you give me something heavy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd be flying around the galaxy, <laughs> literally. I, I I so wish, but yeah, um, I've. <laughs> there's also different states of consciousness and uh an inner like energetic you know where, where you have your mind body and spirit working in unison and uh, when you get them working in like you know the same co- uh, like on the same vibrational level to where you shoot that energy up around yeah. you and then you project it out into like the uh you know the, the cosmic consciousness and whatnot i've been in i've been in, di- in different states uh and and uh you know emotions and such that have allowed me to see uh see the purple rays and stuff like that for example uh one of um one of the things i have i have dealt with uh is uh is um anger because here i am you know i'm having all these experiences i'm trying to understand them all and like like I know, like I know, like I already knew religion and all this other stuff. A lot, even the history of the Earth and everything, all of it. I mean, it's so. There's so much there that that mm-hmm. I mean, even a child would be able to look at something like that and just call it out that not that it doesn't really make sense. That right, uh, right. <laughs> so here, you know, here I am. You know, at this point, I was getting extremely angry. And uh, to, to to the point where I had gotten so angry that uh, that I basic I basically snapped, and I ba- I basically told him to pr- uh, you know prove to me like right here right now you know that you know that there are beings out there who you know who are indeed watching and are are indeed uh you know interacting with me like you know that i do believe is going on and as soon as i as soon as i did this i started uh i i looked up and i started i started seeing purple just 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 purple waves and everything that i had not seen before you know in in you know in this setting and just just this purple just started being shown to me and i'm just like okay and as soon as i saw this purple my entire my entire anger and everything that I was feeling quelled and I became calm. But as I, as I started to calm down, me being able to see the purple rays and everything also went away as well. So there are different states of consciousness and different energetic outputs you yourself could put yourself into that does allow you to access the higher realms depending on what your intent is when you are in those states. Right, right, exactly. 
so how long ago was that when you saw the purple? Oh man, uh, this this was sometime last year. But I had seen purple. I mean, there's okay. there's colors I've seen. There's no human words for it, as far as I know. Right. Yeah, I've seen some of these colors in the past two to three years. Um, you are aware about the ascension, right? That we are all in the fifth dimension now, and that we started to ascend a couple years ago. I, yeah, I believe I hear. I believe like. So, like some people said that 2013 was 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 the beginning of that i i think at least maybe 2012 um i know that we started it back in 1987 during the harmonic convergence it's when everyone's consciousness was raised enough to realize that we are going to go through a massive change but even in the 70s they sang the song this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius, and they kind of talked about it then, but it all just seems so cosmic and cool and hippie, freaky, and no one really understood, I don't think, in the 70s, what the gravity of it will be and what the impact for the whole world would be. You know, and only a couple years ago, people start going, well, you know, <laughs> the end of time and everything with the Mayan calendar and all of that's coming and now we're here and it's like Schumann Resonance I read the Schumann Resonance news every night on my podcast yeah. and I talk about it and I'm I'm here I'm always like paying attention to other light workers that can see things that I don't see because we all have our own little piece of the puzzle, you know? Like, I've never seen the purple grid, and I've never seen... I've seen purple in the sky mixed with pink, and then other times I've seen, like, turquoise and orange, but I've never seen... But I've seen colors in the energy forms. I see, like, rainbow energy in every white cloud there is now. Like, I can't see a white cloud as white anymore. I see swirly colors now. I It's... And I don't even have to be on drugs to see it. <laughs> wow. Okay. I wish I was at that level. But uh... you, you'll coming on. Everyone's coming online at different. You have a different parts of your ability, like different abilities are coming online. But in you know how like a baby can learn how to walk within seven months, or sometimes it takes fifteen months. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a different pace. You know, we're all. And it doesn't mean that I'm more advanced or better than you because I'm not. And it doesn't mean you're more advanced and better than me because I don't see the purple. But it's like different abilities are coming online at different times because we're all individuals, you mm -hmm. know? So eventually you're going to be able to do everything. I mean, we're all going to be able to do everything Jesus did. I mean, turning water into wine now, that's going to be fun. <laughs> I, look, I look forward to that. Uh you know how to manipulate to that extent but i think it's honestly coming and for all of humanity i really feel it i'm waiting for the day <laughs> that i can just manifest a nice big bowl of ramen from the thin air right in front of me yes yeah and that's true i mean now have you ever heard of the the books the um uh, masters of the far east and no i haven't Oh my God. Okay. It's a series of books. It's there's six of them. I think they may be out of print. So you have to go to used bookstores and just keep going and going until you find it. Like go to all the used bookstores, libraries. There's six of these books. Okay. And 
you looking it up right now. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the far masters of the far east you could get some of them on pdf for free some people have typed them out put them on the internet now in the 1800s a group of scientists did not believe that it was possible that ascended masters still existed on earth and never died and live in the himalaya mountains but they wanted to check it out with an open mind and they get there and the masters did that like they would create a loaf of bread in their hands hot fresh from the oven and handed that to the people to eat to the scientists and they were like oh my god and they're like when you understand time and matter and how energy works and you have a mastery over yourself this stuff is easy you know <laughs> and they're like oh here you want to here's a cup of water and they manifested a cup the water manifested in the cup and then they said oh did you want it hot and in two seconds the water was boiling and they were in in the scientists were like oh my god and then later they were they walked across a river literally no bridge on top of the water like jesus they said yeah we do everything that jesus did and more because you know you just have to understand yourself when you realize who you are what you are how to manipulate time and matter in space it's super easy this is a science that you think is fiction but when you know all of the science and you have all the information this is just what humans can do mm -hmm. i believe it <laughs> uh, so i mean but i you know but you've had problems you have ha controlled the weather where you created rain a week ago my son was gonna leave and it was raining heavily and i don't know how i did it i wasn't even conscious of it but i just said Okay, Rain, I need you to stop while my son is outside and you can um, start again when my son gets to his destination. And son noticed it. He thought that was weird. The minute he got outside, the rain stopped immediately. And the minute he got to where he was going, it started again. And I did that consciously, but I don't know how. It was just in one of those automatic, I just requested and it happened. Huh. So we're getting, we're getting to that level where it's just going to be second nature and normal. I hope so because I've definitely just, noticed the interactivity of the of, of these fields and everything now, and I I'm observing them. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy, right? I mean, this is this is just I mean the next level stuff, man. <laughs> I know. I really wish I understood more about it. Like exact exactly how to yeah. to to take the step beyond my own current perception of how things work and actually know instead of just being wise about it. Because wisdom the wisdom is based upon how a person perceives a situation for good or bad or how something goes, but that does not mean that knowledge is actually there. Wisdom is just knowledge of a perception in a lot of ways. Yes, yes exactly, exactly. It, and it's, I mean, you know, like when God created all of us, he just, it was like he chipped off pieces of himself to create us in the way that I understand it. 
you know and then so we all have the light of god inside of us we're all shards broken off of the one main diamond as it were and i feel like we're kind of um I don't know. It's like when we have all the pieces together, we realize we there's unified field theory. We realize that we all are one. The fifth dimension that we just entered, we are in the law of one field. But I think when we still think with linear thinking and three-dimensional thinking, we're not able to tap into it. So we have to change our own perception mm-hmm. and we have to change our own um ability but god created all of us because he had the experience which created knowledge on a visceral level so we're here to experience for god you know he's in the upper realms but we're here trying to figure it out from perspective but we had to be unconscious for a while in order to understand bad so that we know good and you know evil so that we know good or sadness so we know complete joy we had to know the opposites but now that we've done all that and we are not in the world of duality any longer when we get past the duality thinking and we get to the law of one i think that's when things are going to really get exciting <laughs> and take off for us i feel that it's coming it's we're on the tippy tippy tip of it <laughs> oh yeah just the tip of the iceberg is what they say uh one 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 thing that i've like really taken notice of is that oh go ahead it makes my validated too like i'm sorry it cut out there for a moment i'm sorry go uh, ahead okay uh <laughs> One thing I was one thing I was gonna say is I've noticed that time space locality has also changed from how I've been uh, observing the astrological movements of things. Um, mm. Like it's like some days ago I had observed at say like five thirty. The, the moon was outside the front of my house. And, okay. And then I took the trash over. You know, it's, let's just estimate like 10 minutes here. And 10 minutes okay. goes by. All of a sudden, I notice that the moon is now on the, uh, is on the uh, side of the building. That, the building. That- that that tripped me out. That is really trippy. Yeah, that's that is it does I think you're right because now about a week ago, not even maybe 4 days ago, I couldn't sleep, wide awake all night, insomnia like crazy, tons of energy out of nowhere. Right. And so I was up, and I watched I observed the sunrise. You know, and it was about 6.30 in the morning, and it was just coming over the horizon, around 6, 6.30, something like that. Uh-huh. And then this morning, this morning happened the same exact thing. I couldn't sleep all night, and so I saw the sunrise, and the sun, the, the, the way that the sky was, I mean, it looked like there were four suns. It didn't even look like one sun only, and I took a video. I'm going to put it on my Twitter feed later. I, I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. I've seen larger objects in the sky, too. 
it's nuts, isn't it? It's it's, it's like, like how- all of a sudden. Uh, yeah. Uh, how to put it? How I was experiencing it. It's it's like we are now. Well, for some of us, we are now seeing that there are other di- uh, other dimension or density worlds like right outside Earth. With you know right. within this new within this new time space locality uh, of you know of the dimensions or whatever I don't know the scientific terms behind it but there I I saw them myself planet sized spheres right there visible to me oh my god now there was a man that took a video of it it was on Shanti Universe channel on YouTube I talked about it this past week. That we, you know, it's a blue planet, and everyone's saying, "Oh my God, Nibiru is back." <laughs> you know, is it Nibiru? We don't know. And then I had a friend who used to live here in my building, and he told me about six months ago. He said, "I want to live as long as I get to see the planets." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He said, "Well, I had a dream." that really soon in the future there will be planets in the sky visible to us not just the moon and the sun but like two or three planets and I mean multiple planets and I think Nibiru is coming back and I said oh my god and he said yeah when you wake up in the morning and the sun rises and then the planets start to rise he's like I think that will be officially the world has ended and we're in another dimension and I'm like whoa so you what you're saying and what you've observed it's the same it's the same thing as what he had been seeing in his dreams and he he's a self-proclaimed wizard he's like yeah I've got magic I know it goes back to Germany old world Germany and and he's a hereditary witch and also and then this guy, just a random guy driving through, I think is Colorado. <laughs> and that was a weird orb I see. And he's like, oh my God, that's a planet. It's a blue planet. And, and then what I saw this morning, this, the sun was up above the horizon. I would have to say 35 to 40 degrees above the horizon when it should have been just barely at the horizon line like at 10 degrees or 15 degrees so how is the sun rapidly like within four days going so high in the sky i'm gonna put this on so how is it going so fast out of nowhere that's exactly what i'm saying and and i think and then i was up for another half hour or so and i look at my at my um my phone and three hours had passed and it only felt like 20 30 minutes yeah, see, I've been having that no. for years now, and ironically, for the past yeah. couple weeks, I've only been needing to sleep for three hours, and it feels like I have literally slept for like four times that amount. Like, it's 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 insane. Yes, exactly. It's yeah, exactly. So I just feel like all the stuff that's been going, you know, like in my life, I'm like. I feel like I'm going crazy, but then I start seeing other people talk about it on YouTube a lot. And so I would start, so I started my podcast and talking about this and I'm getting letter after letter after letter going, thank God I'm not crazy. I just came across your podcast. Thank God, because I just thought 
you know, no one I know is going through this in my immediate vicinity, but people all over the world are going through it. So it's very weird. It's almost like there's pockets of us that are do, they're experiencing it. And then we have to tell the rest of the people, hey, look, this is actually happening. <laughs> they, they, they do. They, well, a lot of people have said that uh, that the, the the ones who will have like the biggest impact on like the on like you know uh, helping people through the processes of the of this stuff are usually scattered across across the earth. They're not usually local to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in, in the New Age community, they're saying it's give you 144,000 people. All, All right. right, now we're back. <laughs> it, it always happens with me one way or another. There's uh, usually disconnects that, that start to occur. Yeah, it's kind of um, like our energy gets too big for the technology to handle, I think. I'd like to think that that it's that is the reason. <laughs> uh, I, I have caused light bulbs and other sources of electricity to, to go a bit bonkers sometimes. Oh, maybe we probably are related because... I mean that's a, that was a fun family game in my in my family is you know with my kids just who can make the light go out first on the street lamps and we'd walk down the street and one after another after another would just go out just like on Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my friend has that happen. I haven't had the street lamps uh, uh, occur, but um, I don't I, I don't know like my my abilities and stuff that a lot of them happen just randomly like it, it's yeah it's very weird like I, I don't have ever since ever since okay so I used to do Merkaba uh, energy exercises right and uh, at times oh. I felt like I was going to teleport other times uh, I have actually I have actually built up uh, an energy orb in in the in the center of my chest and I lost control of it and uh, I detonated this entire energy orb in, in my chest cavity and knocked myself out for an hour and a half so ever since that's happened uh, my higher self has been like I'm just gonna sit here and limit you because <laughs> I injured myself Yeah. Um, on the show in the future, if you're willing to do it, I'd love to keep talking. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely come on again. Are you there? Oh gosh. Okay, now we're back. <laughs> hey, you gotta love tech. No, see, I'm an IT. All right, person. I don't think old wise hermit's coming back. I'm here. This is crazy me? stuff. I hope that you guys enjoyed listening to this show. 
<laughs> I mean, I literally, we, we found each other's soul tribe just a couple, maybe just a few days ago. I don't even know when I added him to Twitter. And um, old wise hermit. And I'm going to go ahead say this is it cutting it off for the day <laughs> have him back on uh on another day because we're not done not even not by a long shot we're not done talking anyway i love you guys i want to say thank you thank you for listening to the show and being my loyal listener and subscriber um Go ahead and shoot me an email at metaphysical soul speak, bleh, metaphysical soul speak at gmail.com or anchor.fm slash metaphysical if you want to shoot over a voice message to me or to be on the show or add a comment or anything that I will play on the air later. I love you all. I'm signing off now with peace and love and joy and the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension until next time Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.